Business Brass Tax. I'm your host, Alyssa Adams. Let's get to it. Welcome to episode one, The Big Dig. So I was recently selected to speak on a panel at EdCon, which is for Washington Multifamily Housing Association. And the full panel that were selected were all Emerald Award winners. So hooray! Um, Now, with that being said, we all got to speak in a class called Award-Winning Sales and Leasing. So I know not all of you got to be in this class with us. And so I wanted to share this information because I do truly feel that it's a great resource for everyone. Being on the panel, my responsibility was to discuss overcoming objections and closing tactics. And amazingly enough, this is something I truly believe we all need a little fine-tuning or a little bit of a refresher course. Now, I know you guys are probably the most epic salespeople ever, but hey, we all need little reminders every so often. I'm excited to introduce to you of what I've coined as the big dig. And I said dig, guys. D-I-G. Don't get crazy. (laughs) So, as crazy as it sounds, this is a five-step process comprised for sales. It helps you and your team fully understand how to overcome the objections or even what the objections are and any of the obstacles that there are and just overcoming them as a whole. The example that I'm going to utilize in this scenario is going to be tied to multifamily housing because that's the panel I spoke on and this is the information. However, that being said, the tactics can still be transferred over into a wide variety and a wide audience, industries, demographics, whatever it might be. So let's roll out the big dig. My objection example is going to be that someone comes to you and says it's too expensive. Now, whether it's a renewal or a brand new lease at your community, I feel like we come across that objection far too often, right? We always hear someone say, my renewal's too much. Oh, wow, no, my budget is only this. Just having that in the back of your mind, we're going to run through the big dig, which I, like I said, is a five-step process that will help you uncover those questions, concerns, maybe digging just a little bit deeper as to why and get you, get you to close that sale because after all, that's what we need to do, right? Close the sale. Like I said, if you're not in the multifamily housing industry, you can still tie this into any other type of sales that you have, right? So any type of sales. So just keep in the back of your mind how it could correlate to you if you are in this position. So starting it off is going to be step one. So step one is going to be neutralize. So you're going to neutralize the situation while digging for more information. Very tricky like, right? So allow them to fully relay their thought process. So you're gonna dig for more information or you're gonna miss out on an opportunity, which is a huge bummer. The best way to do this is when they come to you with a concern, you're gonna simply say, okay. Now, okay just provides a reply that doesn't go in one direction. It's kind of an open-ended, right? So. This lets them know that you're hearing their concerns without immediately trying to combat the issue or trying to find a remedy for it. It gives them that peace of mind that you're there to listen, that you're not just sitting there and thinking of an answer while they're speaking, but you're really, truly listening. Now, you're not agreeing. You're not disagreeing. You're just saying, okay. So oftentimes, and I think we all can relate to this, is that it's our natural reaction to try and upsell our product, right? As soon as they come to tell you that, you're like, oh, but we're great because 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? So instead of trying to upsell the product, you want to listen to them. So just say, okay. The other thing that you have to keep in mind is if you immediately go into sales tactics like crazy town, it's going to do the absolute reverse effect. They're not even going to think you're listening to them. You're not even hearing their concerns and they're probably going to shut down. So think about a time when you came to someone and told them your point of view, right? The only thing that they did in return was force their viewpoint down your throat It makes you stick to your guns a little bit more, right? You're not willing to compromise. You're not willing to be on their side or even see their viewpoint. So by saying, okay, you're just neutralizing it. I hear you, man. I'm right here. So that's step one. Once you get through step one and you can hear what they're saying and get their thoughts a little bit better, we're going to roll right on into step two. And step two is going to be to confirm. Now, you're going to want to confirm with them to make sure that their sole concern is that expensive price point, right? If you are able to ask them, is that your only concern? That really helps open that door now that you're neutralized with them. They're more open to telling you things. So now you can understand if that is really their own concern or by default, they just said it was expensive because it was an easy answer. So you're now gifted another opportunity to truly build a relationship with this person or people and truly see if there are any other underlying objections or if there are any other additional items that we can resolve that can help be that deciding factor. Getting all these opportunities are all these little amazing nuggets that you can keep and utilize, right? Oftentimes, we don't get to know anything unless we ask, right? So more often than not, we end up seeing all the negative feedback through our Yelp or our online reviews, right? And that's more of a reactive state. So you don't want to get to that point when you're reactive and you're chasing it down and trying to pull, you know, rein them back in, right? You love it here, remember? You wanna be in front of it. You wanna be that proactive piece. You wanna be able to communicate with them because effective communication is always a great basis for a wonderful relationship. We wanna do those pieces so we're not saying, oh no, I didn't know she thought X, Y, Z, but apparently all of Yelp knows that now. So you've gotta be careful. Social media, and we all know this, social media reputation is such a key piece. It's right at everyone's fingertips. It's where people go. No matter what business you're in, that's what you do. You look online, you see the photos, you look at the reviews, you ask people, and you always wanna have your best foot forward because more often than not, that's where they go before they even come and see you. It's not the old school ways when someone just popped up and was like, let's give this a go. That being said, we keep trucking along and we're going to go right on into step three. Step three is question and uncover. So this phase is the process about digging a bit deeper and allowing the views to be heard in a candid environment. When everyone feels warm and welcoming and warm and fuzzy and they feel good in an environment, they're more likely to open up. And that holds true in any form or fashion. With that being said, this is where we would provide them with open-ended question, giving them the opportunity to open up just a little bit more. And little by little is great. Most people don't take a head dive straight on in into the honesty hour. It's It takes a little bit of time. It's a process, which is why I've got the five steps, right? So now's a good time to ask them, why do you feel that way? Because feeling a way, there's never a right or wrong. It's just how they feel. And it gives you a basis to understand why. And then you can also ask them, 
what makes you feel that it's too expensive. Feel is a great word because you never want to have a combative, a degrading, any type of verbiage that could then go in the reverse way and get someone clammed up. We're trying to open up the doors of communication and let the information flood on in. So always be careful in the verbiage that you use when you're asking someone a question. After you've gone through those three steps, wouldn't you know, step four is right around the corner and that's the repositioning phase. So Reposition is giving you the moment to empathize with them and apologize. And let's let's go back for a second, right? So think about a time when you were ever in a scenario and the person on the other side of the desk or the phone or whatever apologized to you. Now, without you having to cuss them out, right? So most of the time when people apologize, it's reactive. And maybe it's not as sincere because you're apologizing now that you know this person is infuriated. Now would be a good time for you to say, wow, I guess I failed you. I'm so sorry that I wasn't able to show you the true value in our community. By giving yourself that moment to be a little vulnerable, you let your guard down as well. So you guys are both in a safe zone, if that's what you want to consider it. So, and this, and this is true, right? Think about yourself and just how people function as a whole. So people truly buy into what they value and what they desire. That's just how we're wired, right? It's human nature. We're all wired in the same style, obviously a little differently, but that's just how we operate. And By doing this, you're getting that opportunity yet again. So you've got all these opportunities just flying left and right around you. And it gives you that one last step prior to the fifth step, that one last moment to actually ask them again. Step five, which I just let the cat out of the bag, is re-asking for the sale. Okay, so now that you've actually had that moment with this resident or residents and you can truly understand their real objection. And it could be, once you open up that can of worms, you may not know, but there could be eight to 10 things that they really, that's really ruffled their feathers or grinds their gears. And now you have the opportunity to make it right, okay? Now that you know those real objections, you can ask for the resale, right? You've gone through this whole closing cycle. You've gone through the sales tactics. And now you know what you can do to make it better or to make it right or to try and work through it or find a happy medium or, you know, sometimes it works for someone to just be transferred to a new apartment and you don't lose anything off of that, right? It doesn't phase you. By doing this, it does help with having effective renewals and new leases because it helps us understand the overall situations that people are faced with. It, it brings that human piece back in and how can we fix it, right? You know, at any given point, Feel free to repeat the steps if necessary because there may be people that need a little bit more time or don't open up right away or you really feel like, oh, you know what, maybe I need to do step three again or maybe I need to ask them again or maybe I don't really feel that they gave me their true objections. Once you go through this process, and I've done it before, sometimes you have to go through the process more than once. And of course, you know, time is of the essence, but people deserve your time. But I mean, time is priceless, right? So Giving them that moment to speak with you one-on-one makes the world a difference. You know, their voice is heard. Give yourself that moment to really think about it, you know, and when you've got these renewals that, let's go ahead and rewind for a sec. 
Think about when you do your renewals, right? You post in mail and it's a letter that someone gets on their door and all of a sudden they're like, what the heck? I have an 8% increase and my pet rent's going up or and my parking's crazy. Whatever the case may be, you just need to have that open conversation with them because more often than not, and let's be honest, when you talk to someone and you work through their questions or concerns, you can close that back door and that's what you need to be doing. Giving them that moment to actually come and speak with you as a human instead of just a email signature or a piece of paper that they get on their door, it definitely makes a world of difference. Use everything that you've heard today, right? Use everything in those steps. Use everything that that resident gives back to you and put it in your tool belt. Use those tools later on to work for you. If at all, if in this process that maybe these aren't steps that you can go through all five with the resident because they're like, oh my gosh, I'm on lunch break. Pick the ones that you feel you can start with. You don't have to start on step one if you don't, if you've already passed that point. If you feel like you can jump right on into step four and then rope it right back on around, you can do that. Use the big dig as little nuggets of information for you that you get to utilize later on right? It's all about having that information. Knowledge is power. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and conclude episode one of The Big Dig, and I'm excited. I have another episode coming online shortly, episode two, and we're going to talk about objection characters and the act of persuasion. Super exciting stuff. So if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, anything that you would like to be addressed, I'm more than happy to touch on it. We'll cover those at the beginning of episode two before we dive right on into our next subject. Thanks so much for listening. Excited to chat with you guys soon.